This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This podcast series takes place between episodes of the main Check Please series and goes into more detail and depth about specific people and events. The timeline for this episode takes place in canon right around episode 25 of the main series. Enjoy! So we are in the tap room? Yeah. This is the evening of the 3rd of November. And everyone was like, let's go right away. And she was like, stay a night. And I was like, guys, please. Yes. And Lavette was going to be a little bitch. But luckily, she relented and agreed to let you stay the night. Ye. Before departing for parts unknown and far away. <gasps> so I'm guessing everyone goes to the elegant olive like usual then? As per usual, yes. Later, losers. I do think it's funny. I think Vera thinks Soul's actually upset with them. Mm-hmm. Soul's more disappointed with Vera's actions, if anything, with the attempted murder. Yeah. It's one of those things where Soul's like, he was a dick, probably would deserve death, but I need to give you some tough love so that you understand that it's not okay to just do things willy-nilly. It's not okay to pop off and try to kill people. Yeah. Because sometimes it'll fuck up and cause repercussions. Yeah. You know. That it's morally wrong to murder people. So is Vera technically evil now? No. No, not yet? Okay. So it's just me and Siva at the bar at our now usual corner area of it. Correct. And um, right before the party left, Sol gave Siva one of their earrings. For a token of memory. Yeah. So in that case, she's going to take it and hold it in her hand. And you can tell that she is both, you know, happy to have this memento of you, but at the same time, the thought of you leaving so <coughs> soon is, you could tell is a little bit heartbreaking for her. Oh, well, it's pretty much like, uh, not too touchy, but just kind of has their arm on Siva's left shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is just watching her currently. She kind of gives you a bit of a look and she says, you, you're sure you have to go with them? No. (laughs) Soul lets out an exasperated chuckle. I don't know if I have to. I guess I was because, you know, we've always been together since I left my village. So I guess I didn't really think about not going with them. The only thing is I don't want to be without you. And then Soul gets really embarrassed, looks down at their knees, and they start kind of rubbing their hands back and forth on their legs, just kind of nervous. They're like, ah, admitting things is hard, and emotions and shit, I don't know. Siva kind of leans in a little bit and puts a hand through the long side of your hair. Well, I can't really go with you, you know, I have pressing matters here. I know. If I were to disappear, things might get chaotic. (sighs) I understand. I just... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I want to stay with them because they're practically like family to me, but I also really don't actually want to go to the South, and I just want to spend time with you constantly. She gives you a sly smile. What? Nothing at all. Can I do a sense motive? <laughs> yeah. Yay! Of course you can do a sense motive. The shittiest skill I have! 
Give me that check. Give me that sense motive Ooh. check. Ooh, Ooh net three with no modifier. That's because oh. I have a negative one to that. Damn. Yeah, you might Because wanna... of one of my feats. You might you might want to put a point or two in no. there if you want to make that roll. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> it's funnier this way. <laughs> Siva's motives appear to be entirely inscrutable. You don't know what Siva means. Your sense motive check failed. Yeah. Well, soul's a bit of a dense one sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they try so hard. Yeah. I mean... I don't even know why we have to go and do it. I mean, all she wants to do is see her parents. If she knows they're alive, what's the point? What's the rush? When we, we get there, is she just going to want to stay? What's the point of the rest of us going? I don't know. Well, if you ask me, parents are overrated. Soul gets like a really doofy smile at that comment. A little bit. All they'll do <laughs> is let you down. I completely agree. And then Soul tilts their head a little... Do you think of that for, like, everyone's parents normally? Siva thinks about it for a minute. Well, I suppose someone could have a good family life, but yeah, I wouldn't know. And judging from the way you're reacting, neither do you. Soul thinks about it, and their stubbornness is like, yeah, my parents are awful. But there's this little note in the back of their head where they're just like, I don't know, I also had, like, a really good life, and... Everything was kind of perfect a really long time. Practically 80 years. You know, they're sitting there for a while. They're still nodding unconsciously, but mm-hmm. their mind is kind of swirling a bit at going back and forth on whether or not their parents are actually crappy or not. Okay. Siba is going to interrupt this by leaning in and planting a long kiss right on your mouth. Soul is surprised, but does not resist whatsoever. After like the few seconds of being surprised, I think they just kiss back then. Siva eventually breaks the kiss and says, Sorry, looked like you needed a little help there. Help? What does that mean? Well, you were just sort of lost in thought. I thought I would find you. Tomato face. And Soul's kind of got their arms balled up a little bit near their chest. And and they just look so embarrassed. But they've gotten a little bit more used to Siva now. So they're a little more comfortable with showing their embarrassed face. But now it's more of a, you made me turn red. How dare you? <laughs> kind of face towards her. How do you use such suave language? I don't even understand my face. It burns. <laughs> says, well, it's a skill that's come in handy in my line of work. You've said that before. What exactly do you mean? Well, it's always good to know how to talk to people and get your way, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I usually talk to people and get things. It makes sense, yeah. I do the same thing, I guess. Siva's going to kind of give you a playful look, and she's so are you sure you're leaving? No, I'm not. If someone were to convince me, I suppose I'd have to stay. (laughs) She leans in very close. She leans in enough that she has to raise her arm on the stool that you're sitting on between your legs. Oh. Uh, And then she, like, leans all the way in to, like, your ear, and she whispers... Well, then I guess I have some convincing to do. Ah! <clears throat> oh god, my face. <laughs> She's going to very slyly run her teeth along the edge of your ear and then <gasps> lean back into her seat. After the ear thing, they've brushed their hands behind their neck and mm-hmm. just have like lifted all their hair upwards. <laughs> so their elbows are forward over their head and stuff. They're just blushing so bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be cool if 
How do you do that? It's not fair. She just gives you a smile. She says, if we've only got one night, after all. Yeah. She kind of gives you a fake pout. Mm, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't be upset. That's true. You're, I, um... you, wouldn't, you probably wouldn't be able to tell the, the difference between a fake pout and a real pout. <laughs> With your incredibly shitty sense motive. You want me to do my sense motive? <laughs> my best skill? Let's let's see it. Let's see it. Oh, that was a fourteen. <laughs> All right, you, you can tell that she's obviously being sarcastic. with her pouting. I lean in to kiss her. All right, you lean in to kiss her, and she runs a hand up along your back and kind of cradles, oh no, kind of cradles the back of your neck. As she accepts your kiss. So, <clears throat> I said this, well, actually, I think I only messaged you this in passing. Uh-oh. But a while back, I think I decided that soul's, like, weak spot is their back. Oh, shit. They melted. I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of forgot that. <laughs> oh, good. <clears throat> that was nice. And Sol's like trying to straighten their clothes just to do something, because they're not exactly sure what to do with themselves currently, because they feel like they're all over the place. <sighs> and Sol looks over, and now Sol's trying to be casual, because they're like, I don't know what else to do. I'm melting over here. I feel like I'm dying from embarrassment. And so they're going to try to slightly change the subject just so they can feel a little better <laughs> regain some sort of semblance of sanity for a minute mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> what, whatever happened to that one friend of yours uh that you know we met at edge's tavern yeah oh at the, at the dead man's rest yeah oh <laughs> i almost forgot about him yeah me too <laughs> his his name his name was gort Someone named him that? I guess. He's... Was from a less than civilized place, I guess. And that's the sort of names you get out there. Oh. Yeah, he's a brute, but uh, effective at what he did. He always took a shine to me, though, which, you know, was useful. Soul nods. But also suddenly has this odd twinge of jealousy. It's important to have a big dumb brute that will do whatever you say. I guess... I don't think I have one of those, though. Well, you might find one eventually. But it's important. Always string them on. Soul's looking slightly more concerned as this conversation is continuing. (laughs) Is there more people like this? Mm, uh, Not recently. Mostly now, uh, ever since I've gotten everything in order here in the city. Well, things go pretty much as intended. Mm -hmm. A lot of my old skills are... um, a bit rusty, I suppose. And what were those? <laughs> oh, you know, this and that. She ain't gonna even give soul that answer. No, no, no. If it wishes or Damn. Soul, if it's that big of a whoosh, then Seep is not gonna be the one to explain it. <laughs> well, that's good. And so did he just go off on his own or something? Or die? <laughs> oh, no, I don't think he died. He ended up taking work elsewhere in the syndicate. Oh, okay. It's a, a big organization. Soul nod. So he's in a different town, I'm guessing? She nods. Yeah, probably. Being someone huh. else's enforcer for now, he doesn't really have the chops to be a boss, you know. Well, he tried really hard and wanted to protect you. 
Oh, which is why he makes such good muscle. Hmm. I am not very good muscle. And then so lifts up their arms and kind of does like flex on them. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's, that is regular muscle there. <laughs> I don't know about that. After the, the missions I sent you on to get back in one piece, I think you're tougher than you give yourself credit for. Soul smirks and then taps on their eye patch and is like, mostly one piece. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're not all perfect. I would show you my scar, but it's in a hard to reach location. Oh my god! <laughs> me as a player! Me as a player! <laughs> ah! Oh my god! Okay, so Solik turns their head and Well, I've seen a lot of you recently. I mean, if you want to show me later, I, you know, I don't know. Suave. <laughs> so suave. Yeah, I suppose that could be arranged. Cool. That, that sounds great to me. Hopefully to you too. What? <clears throat> Hopefully to you too. Mm. Sounds good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that sounds very nice. And so now Sol is just kind of blushing, awkwardly giggling to themselves. <laughs> she picks up her wine glass and kind of runs a finger across the rim, looks at you and says, So, what do you so? have in mind for our last night? <laughs> <clears throat> well, I could take you out on the town first, if you'd so wish. I think that sounds lovely. She kind of playfully holds her arm out. The soul swoops in and gives their arm. She pops off of her stool and awaits your escort through the city. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> you guys are, of course, at the Heartstring Tap Room. We sure are. So <sighs> we'll say it is already pretty late evening. Because you guys were wrapping your business up as a party at 8 or 9 p.m. It's probably closer to 10 now. Nothing better than a late night meal, am I right? She kind of looks at you and says, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm, so just, I'm just saying I could eat a thing or two. Oh my god. Soul's dying on the inside. <laughs> that, that's why I'm taking you out. And then we won't take too long, because, you know, it's very late. We wouldn't want to stay out too long, you know? Of course not. So, Siva had mentioned the last time we went on a date other places that she had wanted to go with me. Are mm. there any specifics at all? There is a few. Uh, let me roll a rando dice here and see what restaurants you could hit. If it ends up being Cheryl's, I'm going to die. Oh, lovely. It's actually a Seder-owned restaurant. What? I love the buffet. <laughs> they actually often have buffet-style meals. That means it's, it'll be a quick meal. It's Essentially, it's a buffet. But a fancy buffet? I mean, not super fancy, no. It is essentially, think of it as like a Greek banquet. Oh! So, euros. I mean, kind of, yeah. Lamb meat. Lamb meat, things like that. The satyrs are serving lamb meat. Yeah. The restaurant is called Dags. 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 Okay. So I going to think about the conversation they've had previously. So you had mentioned a couple places around here. Do you still want to try Dags? Well, it would be good for a quick bite. And they have mm. some really lovely wine there. 
<laughs> you sure like wine, huh? I know what I like. She sort of eyes you up and down slowly. Damn. She won't quit. <laughs> My heart. Like you okay. said, it's the honeymoon phase. This is true. This is definitely true. Soul is just a puddle half the time, though. I don't think they're the dom in this situation at all. Steven knows what she wants. <laughs> While blushing, Soul starts to lead Siva towards Dags. Alright. Have a quick meal before more. Alright. Yes. So you get there, and there is a middle-aged and overweight satyr directing the wait staff and the bussers and the kitchen staff, which are, the rest of them are pretty much entirely human. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's kind of like barking orders at people to, you know, get a move on and keep things moving and, and keeping fresh food out. The patrons this time of night are still happily gorging themselves on what is essentially like these six long tables that have food constantly brought to them. Ah. So it's sort of like the banquet kind of rolls along in front of you. You don't actually get up cool. and fill up a plate. The plates are literally brought to the table in mega portions. You take food off of them, and then a little while later, that portion is removed and another plate is added in its place. So basically the food never stops coming, and it just you, when you're finished eating, you just you know get up. You, you essentially pay and leave. Okay. When you're done. So the, the food just constantly rolls across so all six So is this kind of like that meat restaurant we went to? The a little bit, Brazilian yeah. steakhouse? Yeah, the Brazilian steakhouse is like that. It's a little bit like, like that. Like, they bring the food to you. But they're bringing, like, individual portions and cutting them through to your to your plate. These guys are just yeah. bringing in big platters and setting them on the table in front of you, and then you just take, like, a spoon or something and put it onto your own plate. Gotcha. It's a much less formal dining establishment. It's meant to echo the kind of raucous, party-like atmosphere that the satyrs have. Back in I think Soul loves this. There's also a full band, of course. Of course. Of course. So we sit down for our meal. Mm-hmm. Soul looks so enchanted by everything. Oh my gosh, I read this in a book once. <laughs> They're flailing their arm a little too much when they get excited about something they see. Mm-hmm. And this is a meal. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe I'm about to eat this. So you notice that Siva sort of picks a little bit of food here and there, but is ultimately not eating all that much. She's sort of getting small portions. I see. Soul's gonna... At first, I think they probably took a big portion, and then they were like, uh, she's taking small portions. I'm gonna do the same. (laughs) Try to, like, go with Siva's lead, pretty much, on how to do things. Oh, okay. Their first portions were really big. Okay. (laughs) So, it's a lot like Greek food, I would say, Mm -hmm. if if you were to, like, measure it against Earth food. It's very similar to Greek and, like, style and presentation. But imagine if you were to cross Greek food with Cajun food. Oh, That is essentially what Seder cuisine would be like. They like spiciness more than Greek food. Mm-hmm. And they also enjoy hearty stews as well. Okay. So it's it's got similar veins to both. So it's, it's sort of like a fusion Cajun-Greek, which is, you know, honestly sounds really weird. Actually, it sounds really good to me, but I haven't had a lot of Greek food, so I, I probably don't have the best understanding of what Greek so, food is. Like, I'm just thinking of spicy tabbouleh. That's really weird, but I guess it would work. <laughs> well, they decided to make cucumber sauce, so more spice is better in my opinion. 
Oh, you don't like tzatziki? I don't like cucumbers. Ugh, madness. I mean, they do overpower everything. Just like bananas. So, Anywho. the food will come and go, the dishes change as, as you both sit there, and Siva will pretty much lead a conversation with you about oh, okay. sort of what the party's intentions are in the South, and then also kind of wants to know what your goals are in life. Oh. She says, you know, what are you after in the long term? I think instinctively, whenever they actually are serious about their goals and stuff, Mm -hmm. they revert back to more of their posture and attitude from their past. Yeah. So shoulders up straight, they seem a bit calmer in a way. Well, in reality, I don't even know if my goal is obtainable. (laughs) There are some issues with my village where there's one single person who protects the entire village and they have a bloodline so that it continues on through that family to continue protecting the entire village protecting a village yeah i've heard worse fates i suppose yeah it just not being able to leave so you're from the elf lands though right for yes forgive me for making assumptions as she runs a finger along one of your ears Yes, I am. I thought it was relatively safe there. Like, all the stories I hear is that it's some sort of paradise. And Soul tilts their head back and forth like they're thinking. It is safe. I mean, it always has been since I was little, because at least with our village, there was always someone protecting it. So did the protector have to work often? Soul's thinking again. Honestly, my mom... Uh, <clears throat> my mother is the protector currently. She she did always seem busy, but at the same hand, she also was there often whenever I was practicing my studies to get better at magic. Hmm. <sighs> I guess it never felt like it was busy because we just stayed in one building. See, it does sound awfully boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't boring when I was little. When I was little, it was the most important thing to me. I was really proud of what I was doing, but now I don't even know what the village is being protected for, or from, or of. It's just one big question mark. Sounds like a scam I've ran a few times. (laughs) Eh, tell me about it. And the only way that the family continues the bloodline is by arranged marriages, through a competition. Everyone who is a male is required to go through this competition, and they pretty much out-magic each other until there's one victor, and then that victor gets the hand of the next in line to protect the village, and then they get married, and then the transfer of protection power goes to the next in line. The soul kind of looks like they have a five-mile-long stare for a minute. And you've already gone through how much of this? I was engaged. Mm. Big, strong elf man, then? Someone who won this competition? It's weird to hear him (laughs) referred to as a man. (laughs) Big, strong elf woman won the competition? No. She says, raising an eyebrow. (laughs) No. (laughs) Only men are allowed to compete. The point is to eventually breed to continue the bloodline in mm. the strongest way possible. Oh, lovely. It's pretty gross. I mean, when you think about it, 
I mean, when you're raised on it, you think it's the best thing ever because that's all you know and you don't really question things until... And then you did question things. And that caused you to head out here. Yeah, pretty much. Well... And now I just want to find out why the village even needs to be protected, why this silly tradition even exists. And I want to find out if there's a way that I can break the chain and make it so that not one person has to be a sole protector. Why can't it be everyone? Well, if you ask me, it sounds like they don't need a protector anyway. The elf lands are safe. No one ever goes into that forest. She kind of shrugs. As far as I can see it, I think it's a racket. I think it's a scam to control people. I don't like it. Yeah. If I were you, I would never go back. But I'm not you, and you probably will go back. Soul raises one of their eyebrows. You kind of have that spark in you. What do you mean? I could tell. Some people want to make the world a better place. It's one of the things that drive them. Do you... I don't know if it'll work for you, but do you want to at least get the essence of what my homeland's like? We don't even have to move. Sure, I suppose. So Soul takes out the the ring with the rubies and stuff. So you just put this on, and you concentrate on it. And it should feel like you're where I'm from when you concentrate on it. Okay, sounds interesting. She takes the ring and kind of turns it over in her hand, and it sort of admires the worksmanship at first. And then she slips it onto her thumb, where it barely fits. Yeah. And she kind of holds it, makes a fist with that hand, and also like lays her other hand on it and sort of focuses on it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, so excited to hear your reaction about their like, home. I see a house. A big house. Damn, that's a big <laughs> house. <laughs> you never told me you were damn near royalty. It's not royalty, it's just the protector. Well, apparently all the money in this town goes to this one family. Well, Shit. I mean, it's important to keep them sustained so that they can continue protecting. Yeah. I guess. Wow. As a player, I was really nervous that the girl was going to be somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> As a DM, I rolled randomly to see if he would be somewhere else. Mm. So she is sort of <clears throat> impressed by it, and she slides the ring off and hands it back to you. And Soul looks at it happily and then puts it back in their pouch. And that's where I go sometimes when I miss home. And that way I don't have to go back. I can just imagine I'm there. <laughs> well, that sounds like that's the best possible outcome. Because it seems like those people just want to control you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So what are your goals? Well, she shrugs coyly. You know, I have a few career goals, I suppose, left. Mm-hmm. Just a few things. So my work is important to the city. We'll put it that way. <clears throat> and, well, when you first met me, I was enforcing someone else's will. I think that's a good way to put it. And now other people are enforcing my will, which honestly works a lot better for me. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't people who I still have to enforce their will from time to time, if that makes any sense. There's always room to climb on the ladder, I suppose. That's another I see. way to phrase it. And who do you 
answer to, I guess. Oh, we don't need to get into that. No one of consequence. You know, person here, person there. Like I said, um, I mostly have free reign these days. Mm -hmm. I was just a little curious. Oh, it's fine. And it's my job to make sure that everything runs smoothly in the city. And I'd like to think that I've done a pretty good job of that. That's true. I mean, past that first day where everyone was like, oh, we're getting robbed. And I just pulled out your letter and was like, I'm looking for her. She's really pretty. You should take me to her. She fans herself exaggeratedly and said, you think I'm pretty? Of course I think you're pretty. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Oh, you. Soul kind of blushes and kind of twiddles their thumbs again. Just being honest. Well, honesty will get you into some serious trouble. Soul tilts their head. How could honesty get me in trouble? Oh, it's just sort of some life advice that I might want to share. That's all. Oh, God. Soul's having flashbacks to telling Gro now. <laughs> oh, feel so bad. <laughs> kind of shake those emotions away. So, is there anything else you want to eat here or do out in the town before we go back? Oh, I'm, I'm ready whenever you are. The food is mm. good here, but sometimes the spiciness doesn't agree with me. Can't stand the heat? She smiles at you. Something like that. <laughs> so Sol gets up to, like, go and offer their arm to Siva. Oh, wait, gotta pay, so they start to reach for their pouch. Like a waiter will see you start to do that and walk up and says, Oh, no, no, ma'am, please. It's, 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 it is our pleasure. Sol looks kind of annoyed by the ma'am thing, but is like, whatever, this person doesn't know me, it's fine. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate that. Siva will get up from the table, and as the two of you walk out, the overly exasperated satyr will notice you both leave and kind of give you a very friendly smile and wave, bidding you a good night, as it's now getting closer to probably 11.30 or 12. Sol excitedly waves back, though. Oh my god, he waved at me. Yay. I went to a fey restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention too much about the food's quality. It was it was very good. It's not like the kind of heavily controlled, well-plated, well-presented experience you had at Ketz. But yeah. it was sort of like raucous and fun atmosphere. Sort yeah. of spoke to you more deeply. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, also, there were Symphonia holy symbols all over the place, too. Just because, you know. Oh, that's cool. Satyrs specifically really venerate Symphonia. Oh, did he recognize me from being on stage, Metal? Possible. That? Possible. Ah, that makes me happy. So likes the idea of being popular, though they I don't think they'd ever, like, voice it. <laughs> but they like it. As you exit out into the street, Siva's gonna ask if you got enough food to eat. Definitely. Mm, unless you're still hungry, and then I'll totally do whatever you want. <laughs> she chuckles at you and says, Oh, I'm pretty good, uh... Anything else you had in mind? Sol kind of thinks about it, and then just kind of instinctively starts walking towards the memorial fountain. Okay. You turn left out of the restaurant then, and like a right, yeah. and eventually walk out, and you see the memorial fountain sitting there in the in the street, eventually. Along the way, you know, Siva will mm-hmm. make small talk with you. He, he's so sweet on me. So Sol is increasingly getting nervous. Mm-hmm. Because Sol has a question to ask Siva when they get to the fountain. Okay. And the conversations are going great, and then slowly their voices... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the problem. 
It's not really a problem. I'm just a little nervous about something. <laughs> she pulls you in close and stares you deeply in the eyes and says, You don't have to be nervous around me. It's hard not to when you're so amazing. She kind of snort laughs a little bit. You don't have to mock me that way. <laughs> she gives you a playful shove and she say, says she's not mocking you. Fine. And so, like, grabs Siva's hands now and kind of has both of them, so they're walking kind of backwards to mm-hmm. get to the fountain now. Yeah. They're really trying to lead her this way. Yeah, her hands are very warm. Well, that's good, it's nighttime. As per <laughs> usual. <laughs> so, Soul finally gets her over to that fucking fountain. Okay. They're kind of looking at the fountain for a bit, and then they turn to face her. And they don't know what to do with their hands, so they're at their sides and they're grasping their skirt that's over their pants. Like, they keep bunching it and unbunching it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Siva? Yeah? I have something to ask you, or ask of you. One or the other, I'm not really sure. I'm all ears. Maybe no, I'm as... all ears. <laughs> she chuckles. <laughs> I was wondering if we were dating, and if we aren't yet then would you like to? And Soul's got full-on cringe face. Like, I'm ready to get destroyed. Let's do this. She drops your hands and kind of takes a step back. She sort of stands there silently for a moment, kind of looks at you up and down. I hope you know that, you know, dating someone in my profession can be kind of dangerous. I mean, you already sent us on dangerous missions. I think I accepted that a while back. I mean, (laughs) I don't know if you can handle this kind of danger. Soul tilts their head, but they've still got their skirt, almost all of it, bunched up in their hands currently. <laughs> <laughs> she starts to walk in an orbit around you. You know, oh, if, gosh. if something terrible were to happen to me, or even worse, what if someone were to use you to get at me? I, just, I... I don't know if you can handle that. What? <laughs> Soul honestly has no idea how to respond to this. This isn't what they mentally prepared for at all. <laughs> They're just, I was expecting a yes or no answer. I don't know what this means. <laughs> I, I mean, Siva. Yes. I love you. So she finishes, uh, she finishes her <laughs> orbit around you, and uh, she kind of like looks at you, and the word just sort of hangs in the air. And she steps close, and she's going to give you another kiss on the mouth. But she hasn't answered me. <laughs> as soon as as soon as her lips part, she says, "Of course we are, silly." Oh my goodness! <sighs> I think they might have like started crying slightly <laughs> during the orbit. It wasn't happening, but their eyes were getting teary, and then a couple of tears just fall off their cheeks, and they're just so relieved looking. <laughs> Just, you know, be prepared if a few people try to kill you to get at me. That's all. Okay. It could be a dangerous life. Like I said, I don't know if you're cut up for that sort of danger. You think I'll lose another eye? (laughs) You better be careful. You've only got the one left. (laughs) I'm sure I could find another one. And then Sol kind of cringes because they think of Karis talking about getting another eye if they wanted to switch. (laughs) I'll be fine. There's... Something that you kind of hear, at least I heard when I was little, was one of the strongest magics was love. And that was always a really important thing to me growing up, was 
at least the concept of love. And, um, and Soul kind of, like, takes Siva's hand. And right now, I 100% believe it's true. Oh, you are just perfect. Mm. Soul's face is so red, and they're trying so gosh damn hard. <laughs> Siva's sort of, like, biting her lower lip slightly. Are you sure you have to leave? No, not at all. Oh, you think have... I can turn the troop around? I think I may have to convince you to stay. Please do. She kind of holds out her arm as if to walk again. Soul gives the nook of their arm to walk with Siva, but mostly I'm guessing Siva's probably leading the walk nonetheless. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, so I think Soul is probably kind of happily, quietly humming mm-hmm. too. As you're both walking away from the memorial fountain, Siva asks you, So, what will you do now that you have a girlfriend? I don't know. Take her to places when I see her. Make her as happy as possible. Hmm. I don't know. What would my girlfriend want of me that I could make her happy? Oh, you know, just to spend time with her every so often. Mm-hmm. Maybe sing a song or two. I would love singing for you any day. I mean, sometimes I get a little embarrassed uh, when you're there because I don't want to, like, look like an idiot and then I feel like I do because you're really amazing. So I'm going to stop talking now. She kind of, like, <clears throat> snuggles into you a little bit. If we consult the calendar here, it is pretty late in the year, so it's fairly chilly out. So she's yeah. going to snuggle into you and warm you up pretty effectively. It's actually kind of interesting because it seems like she gives off heat almost as if she was like a torch. Huh. It seems like it's almost like a quirk of her magic. Mm-hmm. That she's just always sort of emanating a lot of heat. Being fire-blooded seems to have manifested itself in that way. You said Siva was a human? Yeah. She's a sorcerer, though. Yeah. The way sorcerers work is they have a bloodline. It's what yeah. gives them their power. So okay. it, me- it means that Siva, at one point in the past, her bloodline had elemental fire in it. Okay, because I was like, this sounds like a Janazi. Well, a sorcerer can be a Ganassi. So it's the same idea. This is just There's a basically a diluted bloodline there. So mm-hmm. someone in Siva's past had some elemental fire blood in some way. Gotcha. Just not to a high enough degree to make them an Ifrit, basically. Gotcha. So it's possible that one of her grandparents was an Ifrit. Interesting. Okay, since she snuggled into me, I'm going to take my arm out and just wrap it around her instead, just so the snuggling's a little more comfortable on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. She asks you to sing a song. Oh. Something slow. I will try my best, but my heart's going a lot faster than the song I'm going to (laughs) sing. That is a 32 on my sing check. Holy shit. Probably the best I've done in front of her. (laughs) Yeah, so as you walk and sing a a slow and beautiful song to her, when you finish, I don't know if you're like looking at her while you're singing or not, but when by the time you finish, she kind of has like a a few tears on her cheeks. Oh, really? Aw. Mm-hmm. I go to like brush them off with my thumb then. She uh, is really close to her face. (laughs) She whispers at you that you are just perfect. I'm far from perfect, but I appreciate it. I think the perfect one out of our little duo is more than likely you. And then Sulk gives Siva a forehead smooch. She looks a tad bit embarrassed. But I think this probably puts us back around to the heartstring taproom. 
So at this point, it's probably a little after midnight. Fucking stay out when we go out, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So she is going to step in and kind of move toward her standard space at the bar. Of course, Sol follows suit. Mm -hmm. So why do you like red wine? As she sits down, the barman immediately and reflexively sets a glass of red wine down in front of her because that's that's just the way it's done at the bar. (laughs) It's her bar, so if she sits down, the barman puts a glass of red wine in front of her. That's just how it works. Yeah. So... She pretty much, as soon as she walks in, the barman is immediately pouring the glass. So by the time she sits down, it's there waiting for her. He waits for her to sit down as he delivers it. So it's always at the same time. Aww. So anyway, she kind of gives him the nod that she always gives him whenever he sets down a glass of red wine. And she picks it up as you ask the question and sort of sloshes it back and forth in the glass and says that it is one of my fonder memories of my childhood. And it sort of makes her feel the same way her magic does sometimes. It fills her with like a sense of warmth and it sort of balances her out. She she apologizes if that doesn't make any sense. Soul thinks for a moment and kind of has like this devilish smile and then just says, I could balance you out. Oh, you could. And Soul immediately regrets saying that. Uh, well, there's, there's there's something you could help me with. And what would that be? She downs a big gulp of the glass and she stands Jesus. up. Jesus. Kind of holds her hand out to you. So, like, looks at the hand, looks at Siva, and then takes the hand. She immediately, like, walks you into the back room. So she pushes the door open to her bedroom and she's like, there's, there's just something right here. And as she walks into the room, she walks in and waves one of her hands and you can see that she's, like, cast a minor spell. And her dress basically drops to the floor. Oh my god. (laughs) And she flips her hair sort of out of the way. Mm -hmm. And she has a hand reach to her own back. And you can see this scar on her back. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just sort of have this itch right here. Okay. Soul goes over and puts their hand on her back first. Mm-hmm. trying to figure out exactly why all the clothes had to come off for this. Well, the scar on her back was underneath her dress. Yeah, yeah, one pieces. Yeah. Dreadfully annoying to take off or well, work with. Dresses are annoying. Unless you have magic to make them pop off you immediately. I guess. That's useful then. So. You, um, you remember that this is the wound she suffered way back in the Dead Man's Rest? Oh, wow. This is what Vera did to her? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a, scar, there's a scar on her back from Vera's scythe. So, my hand's on her back currently, and mm-hmm. it's kind of trailing up and down the scar, just mm-hmm. analyzing it currently. Yeah, your friend really did a number on me. I didn't even realize she had left a Vera. Oh, it's that okay. Idiot. Sensing that you're behind her, she kind of, like, takes a half-step step back and sort of, like, presses herself into you. Souls squished against themselves pretty much and their arms are up and they're like, what do I do? What do I do with my body? I don't know! And, um, like, at first they're, like, freaking out mentally and then they, like, just kind of see Siva in front of them and then they wrap their arms around her. And Soul kind of, like, places their head in the nook of her shoulder and head, her neck area. 
I have a girlfriend. You, you did it. I did it. You I did asked it. someone out. Yay. Soul's never done that. <laughs> that's true. This is your first significant other that you've ever had by choice. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. After a short while, she is going to turn around and face you. Mm-hmm. And she's going to use the open-close spell and shut that door. That's good. That that seems like a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Good idea. Yep. I guess soul... Soul, too. They're gonna start to take off their clothing, but they have to fucking unbuckle, like, so half many of their belts. shirt. <laughs> It's what kept it all together. (laughs) It's what keeps that shirt together is all those belts. (laughs) Because it's just a ripped up dress. It's more belts than shirt now. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're taking it off. And even though they've done this before, they're Mm. still nervous every single time. Still fucking nervous. She does things to me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't even done anything to you yet. Yeah, well, she makes my heart pound constantly when I'm around her. And my face is always red. I feel like I'm having, like, a workout just by being in her presence. That is just awesome. So she's going to take a step back from you and admire you as if you were a piece of art. Oh. If that's the case, so, like, their shirt's still in their hands and stuff. They just Mm -hmm. raise it over their head finally. Mm -hmm. They'd probably kind of cling it to their chest a little bit and they'd look off to the side. They're not saying anything. They're just embarrassed. You, um, I, um, I didn't actually scratch your back. I honestly am not sure if you wanted me to actually scratch your back. I just, ugh, you have no idea how crazy you make me feel. It's just, every second is so amazing with you. And then, and then you say something and I feel like I can't do anything other than melt, except I can't physically melt. And I technically could disappear, but I don't want to because I want to be around you. She walks over to her bedstand, and there's a series of candles, and she lights them simply by touching them. She just lights each wick, and they light. Oh, too smooth. Illuminating the room in a soft glow. Let's see. If Sol took off their shirt, then their skirt would have fallen off, too, because I think the bottom half of the shirt and the upper part of the skirt are just together with that bottom belt. Mm-hmm. So that probably fell. So they've got pretty much wrapping on their chest, probably. Just so running around isn't complicated and annoying. Yeah. And they kind of like that a little bit, but they never wrap it too tight. So the wrapping, and then pants, and of course the boots. And Soul's just looking at themselves. I don't know where to go next. Like, what do I take off? They're like, well, I guess boots. Can't take off pants without the boots off, so I guess... And so Sol goes to, like, sit down on the ground <laughs> and starts to wiggle one of their boots off. Siva just kind of laughs and takes a seat at the side of the bed. I don't have fancy magic to take off all my clothes like somebody. She laughs and shrugs. So Sol's still working on their boots and stuff because long boots are annoying to take off if they don't have zippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sol's thinking for a moment. Do you want something to heal that scar at all? No, it's a good reminder. One boot off. (laughs) How so? Well, it reminds me of a day that was very important. 
I mean, we you did kill that guy, which was awesome, because fuck that guy, right? She grimaces a little bit. Yeah. Other boot off. Yeah, something like that. But that's not really what I was referring to completely. It was a bit of a turning point for me, personally. Yeah? Yeah, that was, that was not only the day that I secured a promotion, as it were, it was also the day that, well, the day that I met you. Did I really make that much of an impression on you? She smiles playfully and doesn't answer. You're an awful tease, you know that. Yes, I suppose I am. Hmm. And so Soul's, like, working on their pants currently. Which doesn't take them as long as the boots, but they're also taking a little too much time because they're fidgety currently. Mm-hmm. And now they're stumbling a little, <laughs> getting it off. They, they just kind of did the pull-down thing, and then you, like, try to wiggle your legs out. Mm-hmm. And then one leg's stuck, and so they're doing that weird dance where you're trying to get it off, but it's like, oh my god, just... And then you finally lean over and get it off of the back end of your heel, because that's usually where it gets stuck. I guess Sol's gonna go in and sit on the side of the bed with Siva. Very embarrassed. She asks you, why are you still so embarrassed? I just, I don't know, you're the most amazing person I've yet to meet, and I just get so nervous around you, I just ever want to mess up. She puts a hand on your shoulder and says, and tonight, I'm all yours. So there's more? And fade to black. So, it's been several days, right? Since? Since I talked to Gro because we went to Lovett's cabin thing and had to come back. So it's, it's been like at least five days, right? <laughs> Four days, I think, yeah. Why? Does he want to talk to me yet? <laughs> he hasn't tried to communicate with you yet. I know, and it's hard because I want to poke him first. I mean, I think that would be awfully awkward to do that with, like, Siva right next to you. Well, I'm not gonna do it right when she's here. Oh, okay. You're gonna risk the scorn of an angry crime lord sorcerer. No! This is good. This is real good. I just... I just want to talk to him and... No! I don't know. I want him to not be mad at me, or at least I want to hear if he's mad at me so I can just mentally deal with it. I hate just not knowing things. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Does Steve ever fall asleep? After a time, yeah, she'll fall asleep. I think more, the more that I think about this, the more that I think you're probably lucky that you have a ring of fire resistance on. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Just, just in good. general, it's probably a good idea around her. I guess a few hours later and probably a few new scratches and bite marks later... And some hickeys. And some hickeys. Siva probably eventually uh, collapses from exhaustion. Okay. I'm gonna test the ring and see if he's still home. Okay. You focus on the ring and you focus in on your home. You can see the night sky from your rooftop. And you Mm -hmm. kind of get the vague outline of a person sitting near the top of the roof of your house reclined back with each of his elbows going over the top of the roof where it comes to a point. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got his legs crossed at the ankle and he's got his head reclined back looking at the stars. And um, Oh, he's kind of in the position that Sol was in when they were on the steps. Yeah, a little bit. And 
you get the feeling that the ring is on his pinky finger. Your ring is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's wearing it as well, which is why you're able to sort of sort of get a faint outline of him from where you're at. It is a clear night back in your hometown. Oh, miss home. Okay, so Soul's concentrating on this ring, and this image is very, fairly vivid enough, especially yeah. the longer they concentrate, right? Sure, sure. Soul's going to get up and go walk around the city and think something over. Okay. And so they leave. And they go to the library, because that's at this point kind of a common walking area for them. Mm-hmm. The library is closed for the evening. Oh, yeah. No, they're just walking around. Okay, okay. And they're walking, and they kind of stop in front of the steps, and they sit down like Bro is. Yeah. And they have the, the ring on their thumb. Mm-hmm. And they're concentrating on it, and they're going to whisper grow into the ring and see if that works. Nothing happens. Damn it! <laughs> uh, like, keep trying to like, think of ways to contact him with it. So they're like, concentrating, they're like, okay, make the wind blow or something with it. Make his ring spark. I don't know. <laughs> they just look really frustrated, and they're like, shaking this ring on their thumb. And they're like, just do something, please. Yeah. Would you like to make a wisdom check? I can. That's my worst stat. <laughs> or uh, I'll give you even a use magic device. Oof, on that one. Please let me do a use magic device. So yeah, use magic device is fine as well. That's a 19. a nineteen. Okay. So fidgeting with the <clears throat> ring, you get the sense that it's magical in some way, and it obviously allows you to see the target. But it could possibly have a command word, like yours did for a short time, where it was, the command word was wired into the partner's name. Yeah. So this one possibly could be wired the same way. I say soul into the ring. Nothing happens. Damn it! Um, okay. Oh. Soliana? You suddenly feel as if you are sitting back in your hometown on the roof. You can hear the night insects and frogs. Soul looks very... What the fuck just happened? What? Is Gro next to me? No, no. You're, you're sitting on the library steps, but you can hear the tree frogs oh, from, okay. from the roof of your house. Hello? Oh, I see you've figured out the command phrase. Good evening. I'm sorry. Hi. It's nice up there, I'm sure. Well, it could be nicer. Yeah? Yeah, it's not quite the same without you here. But I think you know that already. I mean, in due time, I mean, I have to visit home eventually. So how come my ring wasn't able to do this? Well, I didn't work the same enchantments into both rings. I well. wanted to keep tabs on you. <laughs> but I either kept tabs on you too closely or not enough. Not sure which yet. What do you mean by too closely? Well, I either drove you away, or I didn't want you closely enough, and you, well, I'll just say betrayed my trust. <gasps> yeah, I know. It wasn't my intention of hurting you. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I doubt I even crossed your mind. <laughs> oh, this song. Soul winces. I mean, I mean, you'd be surprised. I 
probably thought about you more than you think I do. Sure, as the, the urchin child who somehow managed to win a contest. You weren't an urchin to me. And you shouldn't talk about yourself that way anyways. You're really strong. The feeling that and... I'll always be that boy in the mismatched clothes to you. You're my favorite person to play with when I was that age. I look fondly on those memories. Well, sure. I was some sort of amusement device for you. Oh, so mean. <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought you were my best friend then. Why is it that when you found out who I actually was, why did things change? Well, it's interesting thinking you have a friend who is like you until you find out that that friend is actually the daughter of the richest and most powerful people in the, in the entire town changes your perceptions. Suddenly, you look at yourself and realize maybe you aren't good enough to be with them. You realize that maybe you need to try as hard as you can to be worthy of that. And then you realize that no matter what you do, no matter what successes you have in life, it never seems to matter. Because fate has proclaimed that you came from this background, I came from that background, and no matter what happens, that can't be changed. It doesn't matter where we came from. Not to me. I didn't care that you were from any place. You were my friend, and eventually, I made excuses to go out into the village more had nothing to do with where you grew up. I always saw you at the end of the day before I went home. Why do you think I care about where you grew up from? I don't think that's even remotely mattered to me. I don't care how rich someone is, how powerful someone is. I just wanted to be happy. And that's why you ran from the town as soon as the contest was over? Mom sent me away to go study. It didn't have to do with you. Actually, no, I, I didn't leave at all because of you. I... And Soul kind of trails off for a moment to figure out the best way to think of why they left. And they're not fully coming up with the best answers currently in their head. I left be because of my father? I... I mean, in a way... I guess when I learned about what he did to my mom, then everything about the village seemed wrong. And I, I don't know, like thinking back on it, it seems really weird that I would just leave. I don't know, I, I feel like I'm a completely different person. It's weird to think about because I haven't thought about school past leaving it. Usually when I think of it, I think of leaving school when they said they'd come and bring me back because I wasn't actually studying like I was supposed to. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't leave because of you, girl. I hope you know that. You no longer hear the tree frogs. What? You look over and you no longer see a faint silhouette of Grow anymore. Oh, I concentrate on the ring again? You concentrate on the ring... It appears it is not being worn currently. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 28. You hear footsteps approaching you from the side. Which side? Left or right? Left. I look over? 
You see an elven man walking toward you and sitting down on the step near you. Hey. Hey. You just stop running into each other like this. Well, I keep calling you, so really it's my fault. He nods. Yeah, I think that's about fair. So, why did you decide to come here anyways? Well, I think that if if it's true what you said, that you didn't leave because of me, I think that changes things. Don't you? Oh, the soul looks a little fidgety, uh, I guess. That's just that we, we used to be very close. Soul kind of relaxes a little. Yeah. I missed playing with you and getting really way too dirty and mom would get so mad at me. (laughs) It was the best. I mean, I was usually very good. He chuckles and reminisces with you and brings up specific incidents where the two of you got into a lot of trouble. And Soul's just kind of having fun, to be honest. It's very nostalgic for them. Grove eventually mentions he says that he thought it was the best day in his life when he managed to win that contest and that he was going to be able to spend the rest of his life married to his best friend. Oh. And then it would mean that, you know, it didn't matter where he came from in life, that he could still be with you. It was really the only way he saw that it would be possible to be with you would be to win that contest. And so things for a moment. I guess I've been wrong about traditions. I think I've been an idiot. <laughs> he genuinely laughs. I don't know. When when I heard about what father did, everything just seemed wrong. And this has nothing to do against you. It, it wasn't really... I'm sorry, I just didn't think about it that way. I just... I thought if father could do something like that, then... All the traditions that I believed in just kind of broke apart. You know, I always believed that whoever won the competition would love me for the rest of my life. And he picks up one of your hands when you say that, and he kind of looks at you intensely into your eye. I... I've been an idiot. He smiles and says, so what you're saying is, there's a chance? Soul bites their lip and looks up and thinks... I'm not gonna say no. I looked away for a second, thinking, and then they kind of have a more determined nod with that. Because, mm-hmm. um, they love Siva, but they're also like, this person's gonna die on me eventually. Yeah. So, kind of in their mental thinking, they're like, I don't want to be alone forever, obviously. Gro will pop the small ring off of his pinky, and he kind of stands up, takes a step in front of you, and with a flourish goes down on one knee. Oh, no. Sol looks really shocked. He says, so, what say you we change some traditions together? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, so. That's pretty much Sol's goal is changing things. Oh, shit. You know, every proposal video ever where the person has their hands over their nose and mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where Soul's at right now, and they're just thinking. Initially, as far as I pictured it, you were issued these rings by your family. There was no proposal given. It was just what was expected out right, of the like ceremony. Right, like once the ceremony was over, yeah, you were issued these rings by, basically by the town elders. Yeah. Oh god, am I gonna do this? Oh, it makes sense though. Okay. So Soul's gonna sit up straight. They're definitely more in their ladylike pose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how are we going to change things? Well, 
I listened to what you said before about the village not needing a protector, and I think you're right. And if I accept, will you let me adventure for a little longer? He kind of shrugs and smiles and says, as long as you promise not to lose the other eye. Soul nervously laughs. About the eye. Can we talk about that after this? <laughs> he kind of leans in and says, we can talk about everything after this. Soul takes out Grosdring and has it out to put it on him. Mm. Okay. Okay. You're gonna make me... Mm. Soul looks embarrassed. Oh, that's fine. I go through all this trouble and travel all the way across the continent. I bear my heart, soul, and <laughs> offer you a ring and... I accept your proposal, Grow. Okay. He slips the ring on your finger and leans in and gives you a very deep kiss. Soul starts to push back instinctively and then just kind of stops mm-hmm. and waits for him. Mm-hmm. But you're sort of more passive about it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll something real quick here. All right. Breaks the kiss off. Told you to warn me before you did that again. They just look really embarrassed and they're kind of pouting. Sorry, it slipped my mind. I think I got lost in the moment. You do that. <sighs> what can I say? I'm a passionate man. He kind of, like, slides over and sits back down next to you. At least things about the village can finally be fixed. It's been long enough, hasn't it? I mean, that protector's been the case for how many generations now? I don't know. Usually I just say hundreds of years, and most humans just let that go. (laughs) He laughs as well. I'm gonna hit the switch so that the segments of my blindfold go up. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna look at that ring he just put on me. You look at the ring, and it sparkles faintly. So what'd you do to it? Oh, nothing much. The last time you kissed me and put a ring on me, it was a spell. Oh, that that was just a kiss because, you know, we just got engaged. If you're looking for a magic kiss, well, that might take a little bit more doing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Soul is rubbing their cheeks kind of with their hand, kind of, you know, cat-wise. Mm-hmm. Where they're rubbing it, but mostly because they're trying to make their red cheeks go away. <sighs> Just tell me what the spell is. Well, the one that's on it now is really pretty much just to keep tabs on you, I guess, to make sure you never get into danger again. Mm-hmm. I do worry about you, you know. Thank you. Even back when I thought you hated me. I mean, in reality, I hated... The tradition, I guess, is the plain and simple, like, when I melt everything down in my head. It was lies and tradition. You promise it's only to keep tabs on me? I mean, right now. If you'd like it to be something else, let me know. Can I use it to talk to you? In its current state, no. But Mm. I could add that to it if you'd like. What do you have to do? He kind of, like, waves his hand around in the air. And he's like, oh, you know, if you... A few gestures, a few incantations, maybe another kiss. (laughs) If you're going to kiss me, you're going to kiss me after a performance. Soul takes out their liar. They probably left that air a little too quiet for a second because they were unflicking their liar. Not looking at him at all. But just takes out, just, there's a theater here. Well, it's a bit late for a show, wouldn't you say? It's like the perfect time to do a show. No one's there. It's just you and me, then. A private concert. You don't have to be so sassy about it. He smiles and stands up, offers you a hand. I take it. Well, which way to the theater? East? 
Soul's leading him, and Soul's never played music for him before because that was after they went to school. Well, I guess they probably like sang still because that's mm-hmm. just part of naturally. But yeah. they never played the lyre in front of him. Right. So they're kind of excited. Okay. It's like, I get to show him my lyre. It's going to be cool, and he's going to think I'm awesome. <laughs> All right. You lead him across the town square there, across the central bazaar, which is currently basically deserted. And you arrive in the temple district where the open-air auditorium, rather the amphitheater, is. And Soul's starting to go to the stage and then, like, stops. I think they still have their blindfold up, actually. Mm-hmm. Or uh, their eye patch. And they kind of turn to girl and they're like, I made another mistake. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I noticed your little eye patch. Kind Isn't of it cool? Gestures at <laughs> it. Did your little friend that shot me make that for you? She helped me design it, but I put the details on it. Well, it's, it's a very good wearing a little bit. I was over their shoulder the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure it was perfect. Your eye doesn't even really look that damaged. Soul kind of grimaces. That's where the issue is. And Soul thinks about it a moment and is just like, I'm just gonna describe it and have him figure it out. And if he doesn't figure it out, I'll just say it. Okay, so but you, for now. So you describe what? The, the enchantment the thing, on it? And, you know, after it happened, it felt really, really cold. And it still feels cold. And I still can't see out of it. It just looks normal. I can see magic with it, but I don't know. It's so cold and it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. And Karis had a toad and, you know, honestly, I really don't know what happened with that after the spell. And it kind of freaks me out a little bit every time I think about it. He asks you who Karis is. Oh, she's one of my friends. She's she's someone who just started traveling. Why do you ask? I just wanted to know whose worksmanship I was looking at. That's her. She's really good at what she does, but I am kind of freaking out constantly about it. May I... I feel like I made a huge mistake. May I examine it? Yeah. I, pr- yeah. I promise it won't uh, hurt. Sol tilts their head up to let okay. him get like a better look at it. He takes a close look at it, and then he casts Detect Magic and sort of focuses in on it. A few seconds pass, and he sort of grimaces slightly. Is it that bad? Well, it's necromancy, but I imagine you already knew that. The grimace happens. Yeah, but I didn't want to see it. I mean, as far as I can tell, your eye is dead and reanimated. It's dead? Well, it's it was dead. I mean, you can't make a living thing into an undead thing without being dead first. If I had to guess, I would say it's more of a zombie eye. Soul's complexion is, like, slowly getting paler the more he explains it. Because Soul is a fucking idiot and had no idea. Notably me as a player. Didn't really have an idea what was, what was happening. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. I just, said, I just said yes to what the necromancer asked for. I can't fix this. Soul's shoulders drop. He sounds genuinely torn up about that also. Oh. Uh, it's okay. I understand. I can, he thinks for a second, I I can maybe look at getting a replacement. If you want to. You're not required to in any way. It's probably fine. I'll see what I can do, alright? If this this bothers you, I I can make this my priority. (laughs) Not yet. I get the feeling I may have shattered the mood. I apologize. No, no, 
It's okay. Here. I can fix it. The soul like goes bounding up to the stage. Now I know you've heard me sing before, but you've never heard me play an instrument other than the piano. He sits front and center. Oh, please let this be good. That's a 25 from me. 25 perform strings. You play out a beautiful song. Oh, and the dancing lights. Oh. Dancing lights had to have been out. And the dancing and lights. Let's say I used Fascinate too. Oh, wow. Okay. Going all in. I'm doing the telic performance pretty much. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. He is very pleased with your performance uh, when you finish. He stands up. Bravo, bravo, and he's like clapping. He's he's being very till nighttime. <laughs> he doesn't care, as if he was one of thousands. He's clapping with you know no regard for the sound he's creating. Soul looks a little pleased with themselves, nonetheless. Even though they're like, be quiet, they're really into it, the whole cheering thing. And they hop down from the front of the stage to him. So, I think you mentioned something about a kiss after a performance. Immediate blush. Just like, oh, yeah, I did. Well, I was just wondering when that was. So puts out their hand with their ring. You promise I can talk to you whenever? Yeah, I think that can be arranged fairly easily. Soul steps closer to him. Not too close, just enough to where it's like, I'm starting this, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, but this magic is going to work a little bit differently. How so? This one to work... When I finish casting a spell, you have to kiss me. This just sounds like a trick. No, no, this is exactly how it's supposed to work. So he waves his hands through the air and says some arcane words. There's a soft wave of amberish light that he clasps both of his hands around your ring as he finishes. Okay. And then he kind of looks at you. Is my hand still clasped? He's finishing the spell. Okay. So Soul gonna take their empty right hand Mm -hmm. they're gonna grab his cloak and pull him forward for the kiss kind of leans down so this works now he looks very pleased with himself oh yeah give it a try and then just looks at the ring and looks back up at him and just says grow into it and see now we can talk you're already here he snaps his finger oh that's right I am right here Soul sticks out their tongue at him. In sort of a moment, he, I guess, loses himself slightly, and he reaches forward and lifts you up off the ground. He grabs you under each shoulder and sort of lifts you off the ground and, like, spins you around once and sets you back down. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. What was that? (laughs) Nothing at all. It didn't seem like nothing. Who's to pick someone up and spin them? Someone feeling like a new man, I guess. So, girl, I'm sorry about the past. Well, that's just it, isn't it? It's the past. Sulk looks at him strangely. I think they look slightly confused. Because Mm -hmm. in their brain... Oh, well, he still knows I'm with Siva and he's okay to propose to me. Like, I guess this is fine. Because this is Soul. Mm -hmm. Right, (laughs) absolutely. It's like, we have a bright future to look forward to now. Sulk tilts their head back and forth thinking about it. I was like, yeah, no, he gets it. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Anything else you want to do tonight while you're here? I'd hate for you to waste another teleportation spell on me. You are never a waste. And there's quite a few things I could think of doing, but 
Do you want to try the, the liar? <laughs> Not quite what I meant, but it's rather late, and I imagine you must be somewhat tired. Yeah, but, like, I don't want it to be tomorrow yet. Oh, really? Do you know of any good inns around here, then? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I mean, like, no. <laughs> Soul looks uncomfortable now. Uh, I just... I, I meant I didn't want it to be tomorrow because I'm just having issues with my friends currently is all. That's that's what I meant. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I misunderstood. I, um, I... <laughs> they just look really frazzled and they don't know what to do with themselves. Uh, no, it's completely fine. No, totally makes sense on your end. No, you're good. I just... I'm thinking too much and now I sound like an idiot and... I feel like I used to not do this with you. What happened? He shrugs. Says, uh, I guess life just got complicated, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I can't stay in a hotel room with you tonight, but I wouldn't mind just passing some more time with you as long as you're not too tired. You know, I it, totally get it if you want to just go to bed and be like, bye and stuff. I get, it's cool. I get it. It's good. You're good. Yep. No, I, I could stay up for a while yet. Yeah. Really? What do you have in mind? Hmm. Well, there's nothing really open currently, but just walking and talking and maybe just getting to know each other again. Well, I think I'd like that. And Sol smiles. He holds out a hand. Sol's still very hesitant about things just from the past, but they're trying to be really good about this. Mm -hmm. They have that hover hesitation hand for a second. And then they put their hand in his. Do you have a plan of where we're going? I don't know this city. You're the one that's been living here. Gotcha. I'm just going to walk in a direction. Sounds good to me. He chuckles. I think Sol is probably going to actually try to lead him more in the red, more dense areas. Mm -hmm. Because then there's more turns and stuff gotcha. to like, go through. Okay. Just because it makes the walk seem longer then. Definitely not, because it's in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, they're walking. So, how is living back at home in in the estate so far? Do you like it? Well, it's certainly the nicest house I've ever lived in. But right. um, for as big as it is, it does get awfully lonely. Your parents ask about you incessantly. and Even Dad? Yes. I mean, not at first, but, well, after you didn't come home from the first semester away, then he began to take more of an interest. He's not quite as cold-hearted as you cut him out to be. Well, I just, I know he was, I want to find out why he did what he did. I want to talk to him about it, because it turns out I'm not that much different from my father. <laughs> Well, and Sol looks down at the ground. It's like you said, it's in the past. I'm, I'm alright with that. You sure you're alright with all that? He nods. Yes. Okay. I mean, we are, are going to be married after all. Yeah. And humans don't really last that long either. Well, that's very true. Not much point, really, what you say. They're still nice. Well, sure, but I'm just saying maybe not get attached to them. You blink and they're gone. I mean, I've only lived 84 years. It... Right, which is already older than most humans live. I know. It's just, 
it's just nice to be around them when they are like me. Well, sure, they're they're good for a laugh. They're they're kind of like mayflies, you know. They die in a month. <laughs> he shrugs. Yeah, something like that. I'd like to still amuse myself with some of them, at least. They're still very nice to me. Well, I imagine they would be, like most folks that meet you are. Yeah, but I don't know how much of the people actually liking me back in the village was. I think they just liked what I was. That's very fair. I think a lot of them treated you differently because of your status, which (sighs) came as quite a shock to me when I first found out. I didn't want you to find out back then. Well, things happen. Things change like they always do. People change. Times change. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can make a tradition change. I think you're right. I think we might just. So, any idea what we're actually protecting in our village? Because I still have no clue and Mom won't tell me until I actually take the ceremony, which I think is a little too late at that point. If that's the rules to find out what it is, then that's the rules. If she hasn't told you yet, then I think she's probably going to keep to it. There is, however, a dragon I know of. And dragons are around for, like, ever, so... You know a dragon. Maybe he'd know. Well, I know of a dragon that I plan on talking to. Oh, okay. Well, that's quite a bit different. Okay. There's this guy, Marcus. He He's the, um... He's the boy short one. Um, oh, right, the halfling. Okay. Yeah. Not the one um, that shot me. No... I'm kind of thinking of just not with her currently. That's another story. Marcus thinks he's from another world. Or that death got him or something. I'm still confused. It changes every time. Um, Half the time he tries to control relationships around me, which is very annoying. Because he has cheated on his wife and he has kids. So, you know. He kind of frowns at hearing that. So that's, that's awful. I mean, it's, it's, it's just with the kids. Like, why would you do that to a kid? Um, I don't even know if he can, like, find his wife again. But even still, he still believes that she's alive or something. And yet he still did that? He said he was lonely. I've been lonely, but that didn't mean I would just go off and cheat. He kind of realized what he said. Um, Soul looks really uncomfortable and, and looks down. Like, I, I'm sorry, I didn't. Um... No, no, no. It, I, I deserve that. It's cool. We're best friends, right? He leans in and gives you a short kiss. <laughs> I hope I hope that's alright. I figured if we were on good terms now, then that would... No, it's okay. Be... I just don't think I ever got used to doing something like that. Or anything physical contacty. Yeah, I don't think I'm... I think I'm very awkward, grow. There wasn't any sort of etiquette when it came to physically being around people more than just in a presence. I'm not, I mean, I want to say I'm not uncomfortable, but at the same time I am, but it's not because it's you, it's more like everything about that, just I get scared, and then I freeze up, and I don't know what to do. I understand. I'll try my best. Smiles. It's no rush. Like we said, we've got a long time. (sighs) You're right. Thank you. And Soul genuinely looks like a weight has been lifted off of them, smile. I would appreciate you not recoiling quite so much at me. What? Was I doing that? I mean, sometimes it seems like whenever I try to be affectionate, you sort of, you know, sort of maybe hesitate quite a bit. Uh, It just 
Sorry. And Soul looks like they're trying to make themselves do something for a second, and they kind of pace. Mm-hmm. And then they breathe out, and they go and give him a hug. <laughs> he hugs you back. See? I can do it. Thank you. Jeez. That cloak's heavy. Aren't you a furnace in there? Are you kidding me? It's freezing in this city. I honestly have no idea how you survive out here. Solka looks at their hands and stuff and is like, I don't know. I feel like I've been on fire all day, to be honest. Well, all evening. (laughs) Smooth, by the way. Being in the cool air feels refreshing nowadays. If you say so. Sol smiles and shrugs. But yeah, so he needs to go see a dragon because our friend Hildegard... You met Hildy, I think. Ah, yes. I mean, I didn't meet you when you met Hildy. I was kind of panicking, slightly. She was not very friendly. What? Hildy is one of the sweetest people I know. Yeah, I don't know. I may have... I must have said something or... I don't know. What happened? No, she just was very, very curt with me. Which was odd, because the townsfolk said that she was very friendly. He shrugs. So I was trying to think if they said something and they can't remember, to be honest. <laughs> Did I tell her to be mean to him? I can't remember. Well, you know, maybe she was having an off day. Notably, we had been at her cabin five times, pretty much, by that point. Oh, I see. She's probably just exasperated from how many people have misused her hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. And then, Lavette, the gnome that shot you? Yes, I remember that one. I'm not very fond of her. I mean, who just shoots a person? Apparently her. I mean, I I don't want to be too critical of your friends, but that one does seem like a maniac. You know, honestly, I'm there with you. And it's really awkward, because she kind of has a thing for me, and I kind of try to ignore it. You kind of laughs. Really? Yeah. I don't really get it. She's a, so... A gnomish woman? Well, she's half-elf. I suppose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess girls just like me. Hmm. Easy to make but, friends, then, I guess. Uh, feels more complicated. I want to be a good friend for her. But she just does things that are stupid. Like, I don't know, shooting my fiancé. Yeah. So tugs at your shirt where it happened. Ow. You are fine. He smiles at you. Playing a wounded animal isn't your style. I mean, it did hurt. Well, I know that. But I don't think it hurts anymore, does it? Soul punches him in the gut. Only my pride slightly. Ugh. <sighs> You know, it's really relieving to find out how okay we are and how you are with everything. Well, like I said, I mean, as long as you promise to be careful and, you know, maybe you'll find the answers you're looking for about the Protector. Maybe this dragon knows what you're talking about. I hope so. It's my only lead right now. And now we can stay in touch. He holds up his ring. You know, it was kind of nice having it on my thumb. It felt very fancy. Well, I think it looks better where it is. Oh, that's right. Sol would have had to take the fire ring off then. Yeah, and put this one back on their their left hand. Yeah. I think Sol probably put the fire ring on another finger. Yeah. I mean, technically speaking, you can only have two enchanted rings on at a time. Yeah? Yeah. That's the limitation of magical rings. Well, I have them. Yep. And then there's Vera. 
who tried to kill someone recently. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, the more you tell me about these people, the more I think that you're traveling with a band of lunatics that have escaped from some sort of mental asylum. Oh my god, you're right. I mean, not to pass too harsh a judgment on them, but each of them seems to have some sort of either delusion about their past or some sort of violent tendency. Are you okay? Do you do you need me to rescue you? If I needed you to rescue me, you would have already done it because I would have acted already. Just making sure. Same. Soul has this face of just, I was mostly saying that to make sure that you actually would. Yeah, but they're all I got out here. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you ever needed to come back... Yeah? You'd only ask. I know, but I gotta figure it out first. And the town does miss you. I miss it. I miss it so much. Do you, do you want to see it? Just for tonight? Really? He nods. You promise I'll be back in the morning? I have a few teleport spells memorized. I can take us there and back. So Sol steps up closer and just looks like their eyes are kind of dazzled. And they look really excited to be back. And tell you what, we can even keep it a secret from your parents. You're the best. (laughs) He kind of leans down and sort of holds his arms out for like another hug. Sol goes into the hug. Okay. He's going to perform a sweet neck kiss. Aw, shit. (laughs) Alright. Uh, Sol tries not to wince in surprise. <laughs> he holds his hands out and he's like, take take my hands. Well, what was that other part for? <laughs> oh, sorry. That wasn't really part of the spell. Just take, <laughs> take my hands. <laughs> Sol looks so embarrassed and they just put their hands down, but they kind of flail a little. Such a butt! Boy, oh boy. I think a kiss from your fiancé would have such a violent reaction. I'm just not prepared! <laughs> I like warnings. I'm just embarrassed. I'm sorry. All right. I need you to close your eyes and think of home, okay? Okay. All right. Imagine the spot in the middle of the garden, okay? Okay. I want you to describe it to me. So, in the middle of the garden, there's a gazebo. It has architecture with white pillars that have concave portions throughout it. Mm-hmm. The top of the gazebo has stained glass with mm-hmm. the iron gilding that curls around. It swirls and everything, and it looks very similar to my ring. Mm-hmm. Eyes closed, no peeking. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Okay. And around the gazebo, there's bushes of flowers and a big tree that kind of hangs over which doesn't make sense because really it's a stained glass window, so not all the light gets to come through, but it's still there. And the tree has beautiful purple flowers that hang down that are colored like our family color. And the bushes have warm red roses, and they kind of lead down this path that goes from the gazebo into the main courtyard for the state. You can hear... The sound of the city, which was not much, but just, you know, a shout here or there, the footsteps every so often, the sounds melt away and are replaced with the rhythmic noise of tree frogs and night insects. The air around you becomes warmer, and you now feel a gentle breeze, and on that breeze is the smell of flowers. And I'm still holding Gro's hands? You're still holding Gro's hands. He leans in and says, open your eyes. And Sol kind of slowly does 
They have both their eyes because they still yeah. have the, the eye yeah. patch, but really one only matters. Right. So they do like the one like slow open. You are standing under that gazebo. Soul looks so happy. And they kind of like take their hands and they have them on their cheeks. They're just like, oh my god, it smells yes. so good. <laughs> it has been a while since you've been here. Soul's eyes are tearing up and they just look at Gro and they're just like, thank you. And he kind of, he smiles and shrugs. He says, what can I say? Soul jumps up and like hugs him around his neck. He reciprocates. You can tell that he is very happy for any physical attention you give him. That's great. He's probably going to get more because we're out of that city. Hmm. All right. I think Soul was more stiff for other reasons. Oh, I see. They're still a little stiff, I think, but... Yeah. I think too many things were playing on their mind. Noted, yeah. And so when they kind of let themselves down from the hug, they go around the gazebo and they kind of look up and they kind of twirl inside of it while looking at the stars through the stained glass. Mm -hmm. Where do we go? What do we do? We're here. What are we going to do? It's your house. (laughs) You can go wherever you like. I just would probably say stay out of the master bedroom suite and probably that whole wing of the house. Imagine the servants are all asleep as well, so I think you kind of have the run of the place. And so grabs his hand and starts to kind of jog towards the house. Your old room is exactly as you left it. And Sol freezes and just looks back at him. Exactly the same? Yes, your mother actually was very insistent that the servants not touch anything. They've only been allowed to dust. Have you been in there? No. I mean, I may have peeked in once in a while. Oh, God. (laughs) Never to any great detail. Okay, cool. I'll take it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know. Really, it's pretty sparse, but it just feels like I was a different person. I hate the idea that it's still the same. I'm sure you can change it whenever you'd like now. Mom's gonna notice if I change something now. She always had an eye for something changing. Mm. And Sol starts grabbing at his sleeves and kind of does that excited hop where it's like, come on, come on. Right, he, he follows along behind you, sort of mirroring your excitement. So Sol goes into the building and there's probably a main lounge room from the mm. courtyard. So mm. there's big windows out into the courtyard but inside there's these laying couches and stuff and Mm. tables throughout so that you can put like either food or flowers or something pretty simple just this is a lounge room it's literally just for relaxing or tea yeah so it looks like grow for a second don't judge me for this and they go over and pick up a pillow and they smell (sighs) home he chuckles a bit says wow you have you must have been really roughing it recently uh, yeah, I mean, I still get to sleep in a bed most of the time, but nothing's like home. It doesn't smell the same. It doesn't feel the same. They have their, like, fingers brushing along the edge of like, a sofa, where it's probably kind of a velvety sofa. Mm-hmm. Feeling the fabric as well as the woodwork that it's attached to. Nothing's made the same. I mean, it's fun. It's fun where everything's different, but I miss the and I missed you. Soul looks kind of embarrassed, but it's smiling. Thank you. And the silly part of me kind of hopes that maybe you missed me too. Wow. How often did I call you now? He kind of like mockingly counts on his fingers. Well, there was that time. And then the other time. 
and then the time you asked me to enchant an item for you, and then there was the time after that, and then there was today. So I would say probably five times in the last month. Yeah. I had to spend a lot of money on those scrolls, mister. Well, I'm glad I could save you some coin in the future. And Sol, like, endearingly looks at the ring. I should have asked you for this from the beginning. And then Sol stops and says, what? (laughs) They look confused for a second, but then they just shake their head and then continue to admire it. Well, it is more than just a communication device, you know. More? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very special ring. What else can it do? And Sol kind of gets up closer to him. Mm Mm-hmm. He kind of gets up closer to Sol. Well... What else can it do? Well, I think that it means that... I think that it means that I belong to you forever. Oh, I wouldn't want to consider that an ownership in any way. This this is a partnership, not... And, like, Sol looks scared and worried. I don't want to make you think of yourself like that. Well, I mean, I would like to think that it means that we belong to each other. Sol smiles, looking down at their finger, and they're just playing with it. I mean, it is a partnership. I just, I don't want you to think of yourself as inferior to me in any way. Well, it's just that, you know, a few times when we spoke before, you did sound a bit authoritative. Sol takes their arms, and they kind of look like they're hugging themselves, and they kind of grimace. Look, I'm sorry about that. With everything that had happened, I had this idea in my mind that you were going to try to control me, so in reaction I thought I should act more authoritative to combat that. I'm sorry. Kind of look up at him and they look really ashamed. He has a big smile on his face and he says, apology accepted. Soul hugs him. He hugs back. Now let's go look at the rest of the house. (laughs) He follows behind. I think Soul's probably beelining it to the piano room. Okay. So, I think a lot of the flooring is probably a lot of marble. Mm-hmm. It's way too fancy. But I like to think that Soul, as long as their mother wasn't around, they might have found ways to slip around the floors. Because what do you do <laughs> yeah. when you got, like, well-polished yeah. flooring and shit? Yeah, you slide around on it as a kid. Yep. Yeah. So... They start to take off one of their boots. They, like, kind of do a hop thing, and then they're like, oh, this isn't working. And then they sit down to take off their boot, and then they go to take off the other one. They look at Gro, and they're like, why do you have your boots still on? He kind of laughs, laughs, and he's like, all right. He unlaces his boots along with you and takes them off. Okay, so did he sit down to do that? Yeah, he sat down. Okay, so... While he's working on one, Sol probably has both their shoes off, so they go to like, help him with the other one, because they're just really excited. Wiggle one off a little too aggressively, but they're just mm. really excited. <laughs> on! Alright. They grab his hand, watch this, and then they just run, mm-hmm. and then they just let themselves slide. Do I need to do a check? <laughs> Acrobatics, please. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit! <laughs> that is a net one, plus your mm-hmm. modifier of two, so you get a three on your acrobatics check. You say, watch this, and <laughs> you start to take off in a run, but you have no friction. So you basically, like, run in place for a second, completely lose your balance. You fall forward, and your head just about to crack into the marble floor when you feel the bro's arm underneath you. <sighs> Whoa there. 
I'm sorry. I maybe, think I'm out of practice. Maybe uh, take it a little slower to start with. All right. Mm. I'm sorry. Give it I'm another so shot, excited. okay? Okay, okay. And so tries to do a bit better, but they're gonna do it a little more flourishy. Okay. Because if I remember correctly, dance. That is going to be acrobatics and fly. Okay. I'm so gonna dance a, that one. Then you can make a perform dance check. Instead so it's like acrobatics. Fine. I'll do this my way. <laughs> and then pretty much do what I would consider the best equal opportunity to figure skating. Yeah. But with socks and a marble floor. <laughs> nice. So and you, that was a 30. So you dance your way across the floor, sliding and flipping and doing all kinds of crazy maneuvers. And Grow just is running behind you, trying to keep balance and follow behind. <laughs> and he's got a big stupid smile on his face. And then I think eventually we get to the music room. Okay. Oh, it kind of looks like they got worn out from that, so they've got mm. their hands on their knees. <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> I beat you here. <laughs> Grow is still Grow's still running in, and he runs into you and knocks you both to the floor. Um... <laughs> The, the two of you sort of like spin a bit before you land on the ground and you end up laying side by side staring into each other's eyes. He's laughing and smiling. You're a lot more clumsy than I remember. And you are far more graceful than I remember. Well, I suppose that's probably because I used to sneak out at night just to say hi to you from time to time when I was little. Wasn't that graceful, climbing down from the ivy and falling half the time. He smiles as he reminisces, and he's going to lean in for another kiss. Um, yeah, Soul's going to kiss him back. They back up a little, mm-hmm. and they just kind of look at him, and it's like, so this is, this is good? This is the best. Good. And Soul starts to get up, go to the piano. Mm-hmm. Girl follows behind. A lot of times I like to imagine Soul touches things way too often. When they went into the Emperor's place and stuff, they were just fucking touching shit because it was like, oh my god, architecture and beautiful gilded shit, <laughs> oh my god. And so, Soul approaches the piano and they lightly touch the lid to the keys. And they just kind of go across the entire length of it. Mm-hmm. And they just sigh happily. You know, back then I had no idea how good I could be at music. And it used to be a great pastime in between studying, but it feels so right when I do it nowadays, and everyone seems to like it, too. Soul lifts up the cover. Are you you sure you want to play that now? Oh. I mean, it might wake some of the servants. You're right. (laughs) I closed the lid. I just... I was in a moment. Sorry, I... I know you want to play it, but well, if we cause a scene, it might make things more complicated for you. You're supposed to be off studying... Remember? Right. And Sulk sadly is rubbing the lid. It'll be here for you when you're ready. You're right. I just miss it. I miss here. I miss everything. I missed you. He steps closer to you and he wraps one arm around your body. I missed you. We should we should probably go collect our shoes so they're not just sitting out. We don't have to go just yet. Alright. What do you want to do then? He gets sort of a sly smile on his face. I can think of a thing or two. I mean, we are 
engaged after all. Oh, Sol looks so nervous. Uh, I, I'm scared. Of me? No, 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 no. I thought you were implying something. I'm sorry, never mind. You can just ignore me. I'm gonna just die on the inside. That's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, they just crumple to the ground in a fetal position and they're yeah. just like, no. Uh. He looks genuinely confused as to what he did. Ooh. I didn't think I had quite this effect on you. I'm not afraid of you, girl. I think I was, but I'm not. I guess I should have said I'm nervous. You don't need to be nervous with me. I'm secretly nervous with everyone. I just pretend I'm really good at talking to people. We've known each other for our entire lives. You don't need to be nervous with me. Soul's still kind of balancing on their feet slash they've got their elbows on their knees. Mm -hmm. They kind of look up at him. (sighs) I don't want to be a mistake. He sort of blinks. What do you mean? I don't know. I've done things. I've done exactly what rumors said about my father. Except I didn't have kids. He puts a hand under your chin and lifts your head up a little bit to, to meet eye contact with you. You were anything but a mistake. And he leans in and kisses you. So what do you do? <laughs> oh no. How am I gonna do this? There's probably a room. Probably my room. I want to get something okay. from my room. Alright. So Sol just kind of squeezes Gro's hand and is just like, I just gotta... I want to grab something from my room real quick and then do, I'll be right back. Do, do you want to just wait here then? Yeah, yeah. It'll okay. be quick, I promise. Alright. Go to sneak in their room. Mm-hmm. And it they is find... exactly as you left it. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. And all the dust is gone. It doesn't even feel like I've been gone. Just scary. It's it's just been kept to like this perfect, pristine condition as if you never left. Uh, so I'm gonna go into one of my drawers. Yeah. And I'm gonna pluck out a pair of gloves. Okay. Um they're they're kinda nice. The left handed glove has the index and the middle finger the tips cut mm-hmm. off. Yeah. But the rest of the gloves are all good. Okay. And at the very end, there's a cuff and then kind of this, not exactly lace, but kind of a special fold pattern of cloth kind of out. It's a little frilly. Mm. And it's the same color as the family color. Gotcha. Okay. And Sol just kind of puts these gloves in their pouch. Okay. And then goes back out to grow. As he said, he's still waiting for you out there. So, so Sol's gotten these gloves. These gloves, which I'm curious about. I'd like to think they're mostly leather, other than the ruffly part. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, if he's in the music room, I'm probably going to walk for most of it until like I get right to the opening, and then I'll slide into the room. Ba-da-da-da-da-da! He chuckles. <laughs> so, are there any other rooms in the house that you think I should see before we go? Oh, we're going now? No, I just meant for in general, eventually. I eventually have to go. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty much stuck here, so I see all these rooms every day. He kind of shrugs. It's only worth it when you're here, though. Well, 
what places do you want to go with me then? He mentions one of the rooms that is sort of like a nook, a more secluded spot in the house, like a sunroom slash reading area. Oh, And it has like a comfortable chairs and seating in it, and it's for like meditation and and like reading. That sounds nice. Sure. Let's go. Soul, I think, picks up their boots (laughs) on the way. Uh, Gro will do the same. The staff used to get so mad at me when I just leave my shoes wherever. <laughs> Mother would probably get the most angry, but they I think they were just trying to prevent me from getting that from her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I know Mother has missed me. Are you sure Father misses me? I believe so, in his own way. He's asked about your whereabouts. He's, he's, he's shown concern. I've been trying to figure out his path as a diplomat, to be honest. It seems very interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe I could be good at something like that. Heck, maybe once everything's over, you know, possibly mm-hmm. we could change things up and say damn tradition. Soul has a big doofy smile on their face. He shrugs and says, maybe you could be the diplomat and I could be the protector. I wouldn't want to make you stay here all by yourself. Well, I'm sure you would visit me from time to time. I'd want you to have your freedom. I've had plenty of freedom. What do you mean? Well, I've had lots of freedom growing up. It didn't do me much good then, though. I think it's not really worth much unless you have someone to spend it with. You're quite the charmer, you know. He, he shrugs and smiles and says, well, I, I try. I may have read a book or two about it. Soul shoots him a look. That's my line. <laughs> well, I'm allowed to and be we'll- studious. And what books are these? Oh, you know. Soul raises their eyebrows. The ones about how to influence people and things of that nature. So, diplomat books. <laughs> sure. Soul gives him a look like a, okay, I'll drop it, but you're such a punk. So, I like to think this conversation is happening as they're heading to this room. Okay. So you said it's like a tea-drinking sunroom off of the way? Yeah, it's like a reading-slash-sunroom off sort of in a secluded corner of the house. So, if it's a sunroom, I'd like to think that for some reason there's just way too many fucking windows in this building, for one thing. Um, Yeah, for sure. It's a high-elf building. There's windows fucking everywhere. So, if this room's a bit more of a nook, I'd like Mm. to think it's in the older section of the house. Yeah. It's still got a marble floor, but I think it's probably more of a quartz, if anything, like a less expensive okay. one. All right. And the walls are wooden. Yeah. Like a, a furnished mm-hmm. stained wood. It's just, it's wood instead of like everything being marble. Right. And the window is a big round window and it kind of has the black iron gilding of stuff for stained glass except it's it's just clear glass it just Mm. has the pretty effect of one so more apt for moon gazing yeah which the moon is out currently Mm. so it is a good time for that and so soul goes into the room kind of drops their shoes right away and pretty much gets as close to the window as possible Mm -hmm. just looking out and is just like i don't really remember spending much time in here you hear the gross boots drop shortly after you drop yours, and he steps up sort of behind you and puts an arm to either of your hips as he stares out the window with you and says, well, 
It is a big house, after all. Can't have expected you to spend a lot of time in every single room. I just, I don't know, I feel like I would have liked this one. Maybe you just didn't give it a chance. Oh, that boy. <laughs> he kind of like so- squeezes your hips slightly as he says that. Oh my. That just was a blush for me. Just to sort of <laughs> accentuate the silliness of his comment. Sol leans back to where their shoulders are, do a tuck-in thing where they tuck their shoulders behind his arms a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they reach their hands up to have their hands at the sides of his upper arms, pretty much. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's all forgiven. I know you say that. I just, I can't help but feel guilty. Well, that's not what I want you to feel right now. He spins you around, and he seems intent on another kiss. Okay. He seems to be gently guiding you to one of the reading couches. Oh, one of those kisses. Yeah, yeah, one of those kisses. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was just going for a peck, and now I'm like, oh, I'm getting guided over here. Okay, (laughs) oh, this is happening, I guess. I think Soul would kind of panic and start to stumble. Oh, okay. A reflex save grow here. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> he dropped me! So, you start to stumble, and it actually... He rolled a nat 1, so it actually trips him as well. And oh, you, you both fall to the floor next to the reading couch. We did not make it to the couch. He kind of starts laughing while he's kissing you. <laughs> Are you alright? <laughs> You're a lot heavier than you look. (laughs) Sorry. I suppose I should have been looking where I was going. Well, I mean, I I stumbled first, so... (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I'm guessing Gro's on top of Sol currently then, huh? Yeah, currently. Yeah. After Sol kind of regains what's going on, because falling, Mm. I feel like you always get like, whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So... They've fallen twice today. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they rub their face and then they look at Grow. And it's just like, so... Hi. Hello. He runs a hand down your side. Sort of just like feeling the shape of your body. Soul looks away nervously. But doesn't do anything. Just kind of looks away. He, uh, he leans in and he starts to kiss your neck, moving up to your ear. Okay. So before... Mm-hmm. Sol would have prevented him because of their feather. Yeah. And they're like, moved. ears are sacred. You don't touch that area. <laughs> feather moved. So I guess they're not going to stop him, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to see if he reacts to the fact that they're not stopping him. He moves up to the ear. He starts to kiss on it and realizes he sort of winces as if he was expecting to be yelled at for it. Mm-hmm. And then when he's not... He sort of doubles down. Oh. Oh. Okay. You can tell he intent to move things along. Oh gosh, my head is spinning. So I think Soul's gonna let it go for a bit. Okay. I'm guessing the kissing becomes more and more aggressive, slightly. You know. After a bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Soul's gonna push him so that they can get some fucking air. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he moves back. I'm guessing not enough to, like, make him sit up or anything. Yeah, he just sort of leans on one arm and kind of moves back a bit. They're just looking back and forth, assessing everything pretty much. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are we doing? We're we're being together. Even if it's only for tonight. 
Sulk looks like they're contemplating for a second. I mean, I'm not saying no. I'm just nervous. Like I said, you don't have to be afraid of me. I'm not afraid of you. I'm just... Then what are you afraid of? The servants aren't going to come to the side of the house. None of the bedrooms are over here. No one else will be awake for hours. So Sol puts their hand on their stomach. They clench up the fabric that's around it. I'm afraid of things happening. Oh. I... He kind of like puts a hand over your hand. If... I'm... I understand, but... I think I have a way of preventing that. Their hand was white-knuckling it a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think underneath Gro's hand, if his hand is on top of theirs, mm-hmm. he can feel like the hands start to relax a little bit. Still has the cloth, but like has loosened the grip. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, there's a lot of spells that you learn that, you know, some of them seem kind of esoteric at first, but then you realize that they all sort of have usefulness in different applications. You promise? Soul looks, like, so scared. They look just conflicted. I want to trust this person, but I've never had to experience this. I'm terrified. I absolutely promise it will work. What if it doesn't? Then we would... Then we would have a child. But like I said, there's no reason to believe that the spell wouldn't work. (sighs) Okay. He kind of backs off and... You see him cast a very simple-looking spell. You're not sure what it does. Do you Do you have both eyes open still? I do. Oh, God. Okay. It's detect magic is the effect on your eye. So you can actually see yeah. the power of the aura, the location of the aura, and the school it's from. You see an abjuration aura, faint abjuration aura. So that's the strength and the type. Soul uh, switches the eye patch down. <laughs> abjuration is protective magic, by the way. Okay. Just in case you're not familiar with the schools. He sort of undoes his clothes and moves back near you. So, can we at least put some cushions down? He says, well, you know, we could always move up to the couch. It's right next to it. It's right next to you guys, yeah. He helps you up into it. It's very comfortable. That's good. (laughs) I'm surprised it's not super dusty in here. The servants seem to do a good job. I should thank them more often. Remind me to as well. I'll Lean. try. He leans in and kisses you again. I think Sol will kind of start to kiss back then. Okay. I think they were pretty dead doll half the time. <laughs> they were terrified. He's probably going to like kiss you and maybe stroke the back of your head with one hand and then probably clumsily being trying to take off your clothes with his other hand. No, but... <laughs> Let me get this part. It's complicated. <laughs> like, it doesn't really of, make sense. There's a lot of belts. <laughs> there's a lot of belts. Bull's <laughs> kind of doing it, and it's just like, so this used to be my dress. It looks like the same material. Yeah, I kind of ripped it up when I ran away. And you promise it wasn't because of me? Of course. I needed comfy clothes. <laughs> he, he laughs. Not exactly what I meant, but <laughs> acceptable answer. Soul shrugs. I have not ripped up any clothing because of you, I promise. Well, then I feel very reassured. So Soul finally gets their shirt off. Mm. Of course, the skirt kind of comes off with that, of course. As mm. I said earlier. 
Youch. Oh, soul. Gross starts uh, to undo the wrappings on your chest. Soul freezes up for a second and looks really nervous. Is there something wrong? No. I'm sorry. I'm just used to taking things off by myself. I'm, I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. I'll... No, no, no. Soul sits up a little and they kind of turn so that it's easier for him to get to. Okay. Just... He carefully and slowly removes the wrapping. And once it's gone, Soul's clinging to themselves a little to hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He runs his hands from your shoulders down your sides to try to kind of relax you a little bit. It's all right. It's just the two of us. I know. I don't know why I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Soul leans into him. He wraps his arms around your front. And fade to black. So then that happened. <laughs> so then that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Soul, you're an idiot. So I just want you to know, I rolled a perception check. Yeah. To see if Gro would notice, A, the perfume on you from Siva, mm-hmm. or B, any of the hickeys slash bite slash claw marks on your body. Okay. He rolled a nat one. Oh my god, Gro! Oh, honey. So he did not notice a damn thing about you other than your body, like... I mean, which guess makes sense. He was so lost in the moment. He wasn't looking for love bites, right? Yeah. So he, um... And in Soul's mind, mm-hmm. they've already, like, okayed it with Grow. Yeah, because they completely misunderstood him. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Soul. After he's done, you're both kind of exhausted. Mm-hmm. He kind of just wants to sort of lay on top of you. Okay. kind of hold on to you for a while. I think that's fine. I think Soul's probably very tired by the end of this. Yeah. The whole evening was very long. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. They have just been going like an energizer. <laughs> They're not even going to complain that grows on top of them. And he's probably a little heavy. Yeah, a little heavy. Just because that's another body on top of you. Right, exactly. They're so worn out. Eh. They probably fall asleep. Okay. Some time <laughs> passes, and you hear birds. At first, Soul is just enjoying that. Oh, birds, that's nice. And then and they jolt up. Like, you realize there's, like, streaks of sunlight <laughs> cascading across the room as you're laying there on a reading couch with Gro laying on top of you. <laughs> holding on to you. Gro. Mm, what is, what is it? We fall asleep. What do you mean? We were just... We were just laying here for a minute. The sun's out. No, it isn't. It's a trick of the light. And Soul tries to turn over so that they're facing him. You're able to, like, kind of spin around slightly. What? What is it? It's morning. No, it's not morning yet. We have time. Look with your eyes already. You have two of them. Use it. (laughs) He squints one of them open and goes, Oh, shit. Yeah. He kind of looks around. I don't think anyone's seen us yet. He kind of looks at your body in the light for the first time in the sunlight. I'm going to just roll something real quick. Oh, wow. I am... I am sorry. 
What? I I had no idea I was I was so rough with you. I don't think even Soul realized how roughed up they were. He rubs his hand across some of the scratches and marks from the previous encounter you had. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm I'm really sorry. I didn't realize I was that rough. Oh boy. No, no. You're good. You didn't hurt me. You're good. Well, that's that's good to hear. He gives you a gentle smile and leans in for a kiss. Saul kisses him back. Oh man, I think I think that this marriage will be perfect. He runs a hand from your chin all the way down mm-hmm. to your body. I think Soul kind of shivers at that, just because it's a thing. Mm-hmm. We should um, we should get you back, huh? And Soul looks a little bummed. I mean, you could always stay here with me. I would love to, but I've got I've got a village to change for us. Soul kind of leans in to see if he wants to kiss, but they're not going to be as forward as he is. You lean in, he's going to kiss you. Do we have time for round two? Girl, it's so early in the morning. Yeah, and like I said, none of the servants are even awake yet. What time is it even? I can't even tell. Oh, it's probably just barely first light. <sighs> he kind of gives you like a wry smile. Soul is kind of blushing and looks away. Not going to say no. <laughs> well, good. He leans in. And we fade to black. Oh, boy. <laughs> Both of my partners are insatiable. This is great. <laughs> This is fine. This is fine. This is all fine. This is fine. What are you doing, Soul? (laughs) You've completely misunderstood so many things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And you think everything is fine. Uh. Oh, my small, my tall idiot. (laughs) Everywhere. So once that's over, he's going to say, it's it's probably time we, we make a decision here. What? Am I taking you back to Hartenshin, or are you staying here? Oh, no! Saul's underneath him. He's probably kind of sitting up, a little mm-hmm. push-up positioning, I'm guessing. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. So Saul reaches up and wraps their forearms around his neck and just kind of looks up at him. Mm-hmm. I do want to stay so bad. It's not yet. He closes his eyes and kind of nods. I understand. I'll be home soon. I just gotta figure it out. It's fine. It's completely fine. He gives you another kiss on the mouth. You have made me the happiest man in the world. You can take all the time. Soul smiles at this and then takes one of their hands and just rubs it against the side of his face, rubbing his cheek. Mm-hmm. And you promise you're not feeling any of those weird fears you had before? Right now, with you in my arms, I'm not afraid of anything. What happens when I'm not? Well, then I just have to stay strong, don't I? And wait until we're together again. Mm. It'll be soon enough. I believe you. He lifts you up to a sitting up position while also giving you another kiss. Aw. Now, let's get you... Let's get you back on the road, shall we? We have to get dressed first. 
He tosses you your shirt. So probably has to put on their pants first because they gotta put the skirt, the shirt on around the same time. It's just like a whole theatrical thing. <laughs> they're doing their binding, but they look like they're having trouble with it, and they kind of look over and they puppy dog look. <laughs> a moment, a few minutes later, the two of you are fully dressed. Gur stands up and holds out a hand to you as he begins casting a spell. He says, Alright, time to get you back where you belong then. That's a debatable statement, and Sol takes his hands. So you take his hand, and you feel sort of like air currents pick up around you, and mm-hmm. the next thing you know, there is a chill in the air. Practically tell that like my breath can be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Sol opens their eyes. And you find yourself outside the library. And it's just me? Well, no, he's with you. Oh, okay. I kind of give his hand a squeeze. You'll have to Um, forgive me. I may have to stick around for at least six hours. That was my last teleport for the day. I didn't... I thought we just rested! I I didn't exactly concentrate on memorizing my spells. (laughs) Oh, no. So... I'll just hunker down somewhere for a few hours, alright? Okay. Actually. Yeah? Any chance you might help me stop a bunch of idiot travelers from going down south? You're homicidal idiot travelers, <laughs> I'm guessing you mean, right? Yes. Plus me. And then uh, they flutter their eyes a little bit. And you think they're not going to try to kill me again? I mean, the last time I t- talked about you... And then, like, Sol kind of blushes for a second, and then shakes their head. Last time I talked about you, she, you know, seemed like she was cool with you once I explained that you weren't trying to take me back and stuff. When she thought I wasn't trying to take you back? Yeah, because when she first saw you, they thought you were trying to take me back. Oh, you mean make you go home. I Okay. I yeah. misunderstood. I, he kind of like taps the, the engagement ring on his hand. Slight blushing. At least Levette has been said to be cool with you. I don't know about the other two, but they definitely don't have ranged weapons, so you should be fine. Well, I guess Marcus has a... <laughs> he has a sling <laughs> Grow chuckles with you. He's usually not one for attacking first unless they're evil. So, what exactly do you propose I do? Mm. Just show up and say, hey, don't go south? I don't know. Maybe make it theatrical. Make a reason where it's dangerous to go south. And we should stay here or something? (sighs) I just feel like we're not prepared and I don't want to risk anyone's lives Hmm. what do you think i should do i'm nervous about going south i know the dragon's down in the halfling land but levette wants to go to the steam isle and i don't know it doesn't seem very natural to me it's also quite a long journey by land yeah i mean he shrugs he said you did make it all the way here pretty much by yourself maybe a lot of you could handle it but you think so if you want me to stop your group, I guess I can try. I'm not exactly sure what to do to make that happen, other than showing up and actually stopping you myself, which seems kind of counterproductive. Yeah, I don't want them to hate you. 
Seems like it I mean, Vera's gonna hate you no matter what, but... Maybe too late for that. Soul grimaces. Oh god, I'm a terrible person. <sighs> I wish I could've stayed home. You know if you change your mind, you just have to tell me, right? I know. Soul waggles their ring finger at him. I'm aware I can ask at any moment. Soul starts to get ready to walk away. Just promise you'll be safe. Me? <laughs> you don't have to worry about me. Fine. Just, I'll talk to you soon, okay? He moves up and kisses you goodbye while running his hands uh, up and down your back. You can't do that in public. <laughs> no, we're behind a library. There's no one around. Still, I'm just... I mean, now that you're back here, you know, do you really have to go so soon? <laughs> Everyone's going to be getting ready in the morning already. Uh, very well, very well. All right. Soul grabs his cloak a little. And they're kind of hesitant, but they kind of release it because they're like, no, no. Time to be adult. He kind of holds onto your hand for as long as he can until you like move far enough away that your his hand breaks apart from yours. Until next time. Hmm? You never know how soon that might be. I wait with bated breath. And Soul starts to walk away. Soul is going to be wearing those gloves now. Okay. I want to go to the elegant olive first. Okay, okay. I'm going to get a shower. Nice. I have been sweaty all night. (laughs) I'm probably disgusting. And I'm going to have a real shower before I go on a long-ass adventure with a bunch of fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. I go. I have people bathe me. (laughs) You can tell that the servants bathing you notice all of the marks on you and are stifling laughter and kind of giving each other looks. They definitely know what you've been up to. Great. I'm so glad. You know, they're very professional about it. Silent laughter is the wrong term. They just, you see them share a look. And Sol gets their clothing on. Please don't say anything to my compatriots when they come down for the morning breakfast. They both nod to you. And they say, of course. Thank you. Probably they address you as mistress, most likely. (laughs) They don't know better. They don't know better. They're from an older generation. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> so soul's all bathed mm-hmm. and fresh yep. and ready to die on the inside yay got all their clothes on and they head to the tap room of mm-hmm. heartstrings yes and that roughly sinks us back to reality listening as always special thanks to protagonist for the theme music and emily roll for fantasy for this episode soundtrack interested in following us on social media follow us on twitter at check please dnd or want to support the podcast and be part of the czech republic go to our patreon under kenishra until next time 